Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. First and foremost, shout out to everybody who's been supporting. Go to BrianCasellaCoaching.com, get your free bonus and sign up for my email list. Sign up for my webinar, which will be emailed to everybody was sent today. Schedule your free strategy call with us. Join us at EXP Realty and become an icon ninja. All the links are in the description and you can find them on my Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So let's begin. Today, I want to talk sales again and some of these basic tenets that we have to master and really strive to improve at the bare minimum. And I'm going to walk you through some examples that I use that I've continued to use. And now that I'm scaling my businesses on the retail side with real estate and also my personal branding, some of the things that I've done in order to facilitate this game of sales, right? Now, there's a there's a lot we can talk about when it comes to sales. And when we start breaking it down, it, it does get pretty simple. However, you can stack up a lot of stuff. So when we look at what you're going to offer people, right? Product or service. You know, typically it's broken down into those two categories. You're either offering a service, like I offer real estate services to people, right? If somebody comes to me off, you know, the podcast, my YouTube, my social media, they're looking for coaching, they're looking for courses, they're looking for help. And I have a ton of packages that I can uh, offer them, right? So the first thing is that is, do you sell a product or service to a wide enough range of customers? Or if you're specifically going to niche and only target a small amount, like a very niche market or very specific small group of people, are you going to get in front of all of them? And is your product or service valuable enough and unique enough that you'll capture all of them? Because those are really the two basic approaches that you're looking at. If I'm going to market to less people, I need to make sure that what I offer is very unique, is going to stand out, and everybody in that category is willing to buy it, will buy it, and going to pay my price, right? Or, or am I going to attack a market that is more open and expansive? And if I do, again, how am I going to go about doing it? Or am I going to offer a ton of different things? Like for me, I'm expanding the market by offering more packages, therefore giving people more versatility on the real estate side and on my personal side, giving them more versatility on what they can choose, but also with the potential to appeal to more people, right? So that's one angle you have to take a look at. And which one do you want to do? Because I can make an argument to and for or against either one, meaning, okay, you can do either one, but choose. And this is where a lot of people mess up is they try to do a little bit of everything when that's one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. So we have to first start there, right? Is which one are you going to do? Which one do you want to focus on? Where do you want to start? Now from there, right, there's a million different things we can go over, but let's highlight some of the main stuff and some of the main things. We know we have to be able to build and implement what people perceive as value. We know that when people are looking to buy a product or service, we want to ensure that we're creating scarcity and urgency in order to accelerate people's um, buying temperature, we can say, and wanting to buy and feeling like they need to buy now. And we have to really tap into the emotional spectrum of things, which we'll cover a little bit today, which is extremely important, right? But let's start with the value, right? It's not just the value and what you offer and being able to deliver. It's the perception of it, right? Th those are the two things that you're playing with. So I know with my personal stuff, Man, I know I deliver. And, I, and how, do I, how do I communicate that? Well, testimonials, right? Longevity. I've been in the game now for like 10 years. 
I've proven results. I guarantee everything, right? Like my coaching and all that stuff is guaranteed if you didn't know. And very few people in regards to a service like that, especially in my industry, will 100% guarantee it, right? They'll make you sign a contract and then you're obligated to pay it whether you use it or not. I'm no contract unless it's the highest tier of thing that you buy. But even within that, there's a guarantee and there's a way if somebody's not happy, hey, they can get their money back, not a problem. So that's one of the things that differentiates me in regards to, hey, I know I can deliver. Now, the opposite end of it, which is really what I'm, I need to focus on and build, you know, getting more eyeballs and all that is the perception of it. Are you delivering the correct message about your product or service that allows it to be perceived at the level of value that you actually deliver? And that's where I think I can improve by doing some of these extra little videos and lectures and extra bullet points and all the details that sometimes I don't like doing putting my ego to the side and saying, hey, this has to be done in order for the consumer, right? Or the potential client for real estate to be able to see what we have to offer and say, I get it. This is worth it. I see this is very valuable. I want to exchange my money right now. Or I want to choose this one over everybody else. Because a battle that gets brought into value and a little subcategory of that is, are you being judge based on value where it's unique and they're only looking at your product or service or are you being commoditized and thrown into the mix with everybody else so if you let's say you sell a service or a product and you're and you're listening to this right now anytime you've been price shopped by a client meaning oh well so and so offers it for one dollar and you're a dollar fifty or you know the realtors or the salespeople here oh well you charge six they charge five Anytime you get into discussions like that, in the client or the customer's mind, you are a commodity, meaning you're the same as everybody else and there's no difference. And it's going to be a race to who's the cheapest. And you never want to play that game unless logistics-wise and the game-wise, you want to be the cheapest one. And that's your model. Then if that's you, great. That's your model. You chose it and you're going to live and die by it. But for most of us, that's not our model. We want to get more. We want to get a premium for what we do. I know. I charge and what I offer is a premium, but I know what's delivered is extremely premium. I know what I teach and what I give at every level of what I do is unique and you're not going to find it anywhere else. And I know this for a fact. So why would I play the other game? Now, you can play the other game if you don't understand, but it's up to you to start learning some of these tactics. So you become value-based versus commoditized. And that's what I want. I don't want people making a decision for me or somebody else and viewing it as the same. I want them making a decision solely based on my thing to say it's either worth it or not. Because now I can attack, okay, they don't think it's worth it. Let's make it more worth it in regards to its perception. Right? So that's a game that you need to play that has to do with how you dialogue it, but also how you present it, how you do a video on it, the imagery, the bullet points, right? Are you going to present it all as one package or as a bunch of different items pushed together and clumped together because that in itself creates a different effect. If I just say everything at once and say, this is one thing that's going to be perceived differently than if I make an initial offering or say what it is and then add next, 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 next. That second presentation where we have that stacking effect, the psychological effect that it has is different than just coming all out and saying it's one thing. Right? The one where it's stacked up will be perceived as more. Even if that doesn't make sense to people, on the perception level, it'll be perceived as potentially more valuable by a customer than just saying it all at once. This is why when you listen to me sell, 
I don't really talk about price too much. And I give just enough because I'm going to give more when I need to give more. If I only have to tell a customer one thing for them to buy, that's all I'm going to say. Why would I say a million things? Because all it's going to do is confuse them. You're not holding back. Just understand that if you rifle off a bunch of features about something, which most rookies do, you're overwhelming the customer and they're not even really getting it. It's not like everything you rifle off, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We, again, we have to pitch benefits, not features, which is what we do. I need to tie it into how it improves their situation, their specific situation, and why my product or service is the best thing for whatever problem that they have. That's how you increase value. You say, not only is my product the only one potentially that can help you, it'll help you the best, especially compared to everybody else, because there is no comparison, right? So now we step into the world of, okay, I need to effectively create scarcity and urgency. Well, the thing that people run into here that's a problem is they start doing it unethically and they bullshit. They're like, oh, there's a limited supply when there really isn't, right? So what you have to employ here is honest scarcity and urgency. Okay, so as an example, if I sell my coaching, I may set a hard cap on how many people I'm going to accept that month and say, hey, I'm only gonna take 10 people this month. And after that, you're gonna have to wait until the next month to sign up. And it could be legitimate because I don't want an overflow of people into my program because then, then it gets less personalized and I can't deliver the experience that I wanna deliver. So it would make sense for me to do that. And that's an honest thing if I actually set a cap and once 10 people sign up, I stop. Versus just putting it on the website, hey, limited spots are only three left as a marketing gimmick and then I let as many people possible in, right? Then that would be an example if I did the second one of me being unethical and I would never recommend that to people even though marketers do that and I would never do it myself because it's, it's BS. It's BS, it's unethical and it's dishonest. So what are we gonna do here? Well, scarcity would be that. Limited supply, you can't sign up, right? That's also urgency. And the urgency would mean I want the person to feel like they need to sign up now and have a legitimate reason to do it. Scarcity would mean there's a limited supply, right? So a lot of these tactics employ both, but you need to understand the difference there. Urgency, more motivation and emotional pull to buy now versus later. That's urgency. Scarcity would mean there's a limited supply. Like, hey, I'm opening up one-on-one -on -one training, but only for five people, and then I'll never open it up again. Scarcity, but also urgency. Because then I can add, and when it fills up, that's it. You won't know. I only have five spots. As soon as it's uh, full, I'm shutting it down. And I'm starting it now, right? That also creates urgency at the same time. So one pulls you to make a decision quicker. The other one also does, but it's because supplies of that service or product are limited. So now the game becomes, how do we do this ethically? How do we do this honestly? And these are things that you guys have to really think of. So when you're out there with customers, get creative in some of the things that you're gonna offer. And say, hey, I have this program to help home buyers and sellers, but I'm only gonna offer it to a few people. Hey, I have this seminar coming up, but I'm only gonna take 10 potential home sellers and homeowners because I wanna make sure the class is a small, unique, personal experience, right? Now at every level, you can incorporate these things because it's not just you know marketing products or services. It can also be for free stuff where you don't profit or training or anything. You just have to understand the principle and apply it, right? So now we get into other things like I mentioned earlier, which is the guarantee. 
which would increase the likelihood of somebody making a decision, right? That would add value. What are some things we can do to add value? Well, that's one. Another one is a testimonials, third-party testimonial or, or a name dropping. For example, for those of you who didn't know, I have now broken bread with and been on stage with and worked directly, meaning we've spoken together, we've been part of events together, working side by side with virtually every member of Million Dollar Listing across the board, except for Frederick Eklund at some point over the last couple of years. Now, many of you listening to that wouldn't know until I tell you. That would be me name dropping. I've been on stage and I know all of them and no one else in the industry outside of the TV show aside from me has done that. Nobody can touch me when it comes to that in regards to the real estate, real estate investment and all that space in regards to involvement and rubbing shoulders with those guys. I've done that. No one else has. And I don't think anybody else ever probably will. That would be a way of me raising my value to then after that being like, and one of the reasons you can sign up for my courses is I teach you how I did that to be able to replicate that yourself at whatever capacity you want. That increases the value. Then what's another one? And I guarantee it's going to work for you or your money back. So again, I'm giving you real life examples of how I sell my stuff, real tactics that are genuine and honest, but now how you can use them. The guarantee is huge. Now, when you guarantee, you have to back it up. And I do. I'll give people their money back, which is very rare if it ever happens. I can count it on one hand how many people have ever requested a refund from all my stuff in 10 years. 10 years. Okay. And think about how many thousands of customers I've had. But why am I willing to do that with, again, a, a real estate client, guarantee my, my process and my work, or with a customer online? Because I deliver. Why would I be afraid to give a guarantee if I deliver? You see, there's no guarantee. Same thing why I don't put a contract for a lot of my online stuff. I don't need it. I know what I'm providing is so valuable to those individuals because of all the time I have invested and, and everything I've done to create it. I can wholeheartedly slap a guarantee on everything and stand by it and honor it and have no problem saying it for that reason. That's how much I believe in the product or service and I stand by it, guarantee, right? So all these things add value. Now you might say, well, I don't have the name recognition. I haven't had those accomplishments yet. That's fine. That's just a tactic that you can add at some point. There's a million different things. And this is only going to be like a 20 minute podcast. So we can't go over, go over everything, but these are examples of all these things that you can stack to literally create an offer for your uh, client, your online customer, your in-person customer, your business to business sales or whatever it is that literally becomes irresistible to them. And they can't help but want to sign up. How about bonuses? Hey, if you sign up today or right now while we're on the phone, I'm throwing this in. This is a one-time special for people that we're talking to, right? That's another thing you can add that, again, increases the perceived value. You know what the best part is? A lot of these bonuses that I add, especially to my online stuff, are things that I've done before that are valuable. But because I've done them before and I've recorded them and they're their own course or their own thing, I can add it on. So it's not much effort from me but it's tremendously valuable to the customer. That's the difference. You see? But this is where your creativity has to come in. This is why you need to produce. This is why you need quality things in your products or service or whatever you do. So that way, anytime you add something, it's legitimately valuable. It's something good. It's something people would want. It's something they actually see value in. <laughs> it's funny. I, 
one of the neighborhood cats here in my front uh, lawn, he just dug a little hole and then pooped. But at least he covered it up. So respect for co covering it up, sir. <laughs> covered it up well, too. I was just watching him right now. Anyways, right? That's this game. I want to create so much value, but you have the delivery of your product or service being phenomenal, which I know I got that covered. And even then, I'm still looking to improve it all the time. But number two, now when I market it, now when I get it in front of people, I either need to get it in front of more people, which is the main thing I need to do, running ads and that kind of stuff, because I'm battling censorship too, which sucks, but whatever. But also, right, when you do get in front of those people, delivering it exactly the way it needs to be delivered so it's perceived as the highest value possible for that thing that you're offering or things that you're offering. And this becomes the game. And you obsess about this stuff, guys. That way, whether at the marketing level, the creation level of content, the, the actual product or service itself, all the nuts and bolts that you have to work on, you work on them and you obsess about them so much that you're constantly refining and improving it to the point where the value is astronomical. Right? Now, you're offering something that's different. Now you're offering something that has a unique value proposition. And I know I do. It's just one, usually one side of this equation is a little bit imbalanced. And for me, it's the perception part. I just need more people to see it. And I need to go through some of these little steps to emphasize it a little bit more. So the average consumer who maybe doesn't know much about me or isn't necessarily looking will at least get the right message to spark interest if the potential of the interest is there. And that's all I need to do, right? But again, I've been in sales now for 10 years in real estate. I've been teaching probably for six or seven at this point, because after a couple of years, I started coaching and teaching, right? And speaking and all that. So I've been in the game for a minute, working at this stuff and learning and growing. So if you're just starting right now, you don't have to be at my level or think, damn, I'm way behind. Don't worry about it, dude. You're going to learn one day at a time. But this is universally applicable to, right? Person to person sales, direct sales, marketing, your personal brand, your online stuff. I mean, this is universally applicable across the board at whatever capacity. So understand the importance of this. And regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, listening to this, a nine to fiver, regular Joe Schmo, an entrepreneur, a real estate guy or whatever it is or anything in between, this is relevant because you can employ this at the employee level at a regular job. Or again, if you're running your own business or you're an independent contractor, this is the stuff that if you have this ability, you can create more income for yourself or you, be, you can become so valuable within your organization that you'll be promoted and you'll be treated like royalty, which is what you want. You now don't become a commodity as a worker. You become irreplaceable, which is what you want. That's what keeps you and holds your value in the marketplace. And that's what guarantees you an income, a position, or whatever it is that you're looking for. Okay? And that's what I wanted to discuss today real quick in regards to sales, to wet your beak a little bit if you're newer to it, but also keep you focused on the right things so you guys can grow. Okay? As always, go to my website, Brian Casella Coaching. Sign up for the email list. Get your free bonus. You can also, um, you can find this link anywhere, including in the description of this podcast, schedule your free strategy call for us to help you out. I encourage anyone and everyone who's not happy with the current circumstances or who wants an edge to schedule a free strategy call, right? A lot of you need it. You want more personal attention. You want more support. That's why I created it. It's for you. Okay. And lastly, if you want to become an icon ninja over at eXp Realty, reach out to me, find the link, schedule a call with us and we'll chat. All right. That's it for this one, guys. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and all that fun stuff, and we'll see you on the next episode. Appreciate your support. Peace.